On today's show, we have plenty of Yankee stuff to talk about. Plus, the World Series is happening. Game three is tonight. Rob Manfred spoke on Friday to Mad Dog and had some things to say about the A's. And then he snuck in a comment about the Ghost Runner that people seem to ignore. All that next on Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday. Happy Halloween. It's the last day of October. Welcome to Locked On Yankees. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias, and I'd like to thank you for making Locked on Yankees your first listen every day. We're available on all platforms, including Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Also hit the thumbs up button to like our videos and the bell so you're notified as soon as our videos go live. We passed 1,500 subscribers this weekend. I'm very excited. And if we we can get to 2,000 by the time spring training starts, I would be thrilled. So... Lots to discuss. Lots to discuss. Um, okay, so it seems Aaron Boone's not going anywhere, which I'm not that surprised about. I'm not happy about it, but I'm not that surprised about it because in the grand scheme of things, the team made the ALCS. Yes, they started off with what they thought would be a record-setting record. <laughs> That didn't happen. Before the season started, people weren't picking the Yankees to win the division. People were picking the Blue Jays or the Rays or maybe even the Red Sox and, you know, thinking the Yankees would be fighting it out for third or fourth place and maybe winning a wild card. They weren't expecting them to win the division. After the hot start, people were expecting them to run away with the division. Now, technically, they finished seven games ahead of the Blue Jays, I believe, right? So, yeah. They still won by a nice margin. It takes five games to get through the Guardians. No thanks to Aaron Boone himself and his bullpen decisions. And then they get swept by the Astros. Thanks to Aaron Boone and his bullpen decisions and the offense. I mentioned it last week. Josh Donaldson uh, forgetting how to swing a bat. I, I don't understand what was going on there. So they weren't going to fire Aaron Boone. And if they were going to, it would have happened already. We're now a week out from the loss. Happened a week ago Sunday. Feels like three months ago at this rate. And the break between the last game of the ALCS and the first game of the World Series felt like it was two weeks. That was the longest four days possibly ever <laughs> and yet no Aaron Boone's not going anywhere and it seems Cashman probably won't be going anywhere but there were some reports that you know Hal hasn't met with him yet but I don't see Hal changing anything Hal doesn't seem to be upset by this at all Aaron Boone's our guy he did his job He's one of the best managers. 
Hal, if you were paying attention to anything that was happening during the playoffs, you would not be saying that Aaron Boone is one of the best managers in baseball. He might be a good people manager, but even that started to show some cracks when he didn't pitch Holmes. And when Severino was questioning why he didn't pitch Holmes during that really bad mess up in game three against the Guardians, in which Aaron Boone's bullpen decisions came back to bite them and they lost. That series would have been over in four games if it weren't for Aaron Boone's insane bullpen decisions. So he's not going anywhere. Carlos Mendoza might be going somewhere, Yankees bench coach. He was given permission to interview with the White Sox. The White Sox are looking for a manager. Who could have told them that the Tony La Russa experiment wouldn't work? Uh, everyone. Everyone would have told them. Everyone who reacted negatively to that announcement two years ago could have told you that that wasn't going to work out well for them. <laughs> so the Yankees might be looking for a new bench coach. I know a lot of people once Don Mattingly said that he was leaving the Marlins were hoping that he would become Yankees manager. I love Don Mattingly. Adore him. He was my favorite player growing up. I always said to my father, my first child's going to be named Mattingly. I don't care if it's a boy or a girl because I can call him Matt or Maddie. Both of them. Matt or Maddie. Boy, girl. I do not want Don Mattingly anywhere near the Yankees. Not while Hal Steinbrenner is owner. Nope. Don't want it. Don't want it. Look what he did to Aaron Boone. No, I don't. And Aaron Boone was just a hero for one moment in Yankee history. Don Mattingly had Generation X in a chokehold. Okay. It was either Mattingly, Winfield, maybe some Ricky Hendersons in there, but it was mostly Mattingly. Mattingly was the dude who got everyone excited at Old Timers Day in the late 90s. <laughs> at least me. The guys I sat with, my season ticket holder friends, on Sundays, we got Old Timers Day in our package, and they would always joke around and say, oh, God, here, here we go. Stace is going to go nuts now whenever they started, you know, announcing when Kay and Sterling would go through their spiel and talk about Mattingly's career, and I would jump up and start yelling, and yeah, Mattingly's my guy. I don't want him anywhere near the Yankees. Not as manager. No. I don't want that to happen. Yankee fans are brutal, which is another thing we need to talk about. I said we had Yankees news. Ooh, we have Yankees news. Oh, do we have Yankees news? So we're going to talk about this piece that came out last week by Andy Martino of SNY. And it basically is not painting Yankee fans in a good light, but it's it's a questionable piece and we will talk about that in a moment but first betonline.net is your number one source for betting on football and the start of the nba season the nba started and the knicks are doing knicks things already already tibbs you're killing me man 
Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to the website today or use your mobile device <laughs> to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. You get the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's discuss this Andy Martino piece that came out a few days ago. Report, toxic fan culture could cause Aaron Judge, comma, others to pass on Yankees. <laughs> what? Okay, first of all, Yankee fans have always been like this. What, what are we talking about? Yankee fans, Yankee fans booed Mariano Rivera and Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter was booed in 04. Before the collapse, he was booed in 04 because he was 0 for 20 something and people were booing him. I, twas not. And I also did not boo Mo in 05 when he opened the season with a few blown saves. But Yankee fans have always been like this. Suddenly it's a bad thing. Well, no, it's always been a bad thing, but suddenly it's a bad thing to all these players that Yankee fans go nuts. I said it last week. There's a difference between this World Series drought and other World Series droughts. The other teams that had long World Series droughts did not make the playoffs. That's the difference. The Yankees have made the playoffs most of the year since 09, minus 13, 14, and 16. The rest of the years, they made the playoffs. They made the ALCS five times, lost all five times. This is a different animal, people. This is not the same. Yankee fans are fed up. They're fed up with this team saying they're trying to win when they're clearly not going to win. Not with the way they construct this team. And you know what? Yankee fans have a right to be pissed. They do. Until Hal Steinbrenner actually proves that he really wants to win above all else, they're going to be angry. And Yankee players are going to have to deal with that. You can't come out and strike out 30 times in how many games and expect the, te the fans to be happy with you. You can't walk up and strike out on three pitches without swinging your bat and expect the fans to not boo you. Like, what are we doing here? Are you kidding me? Is this what Hal is trying to do? Is it Hal? Maybe it's not Hal. Maybe it's Randy Levine. This sounds like a Randy Levine thing, doesn't it? Putting out this whole, oh, players are not going to want to come back here. Some players are saying this. Some players are saying that. It's New York. You need to expect this from New York. Now, okay, so let's go. Let's go through this. Oh, I'm done with my rant. Am I though? No, not really. 
More than one Yankee player has told his agent this week that playing at the stadium last weekend was an unusually brutal experience. It was hard for many teammates to believe that fans booed Judge. Even a difficult person and underperformer like Josh Donaldson, who I've mentioned going up and not swinging the bat, was turned into a somewhat sympathetic figure internally by the force of the jeering. In the days that followed, many in the organization were surprised by the tone of fan and media reaction. Rivals were shocked too. A longtime executive was struck by the irrational opinions on Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone, shared by people who are spoiled and have a World Series or bust mentality. I'm sorry, who gave us this mentality? Three guesses. And the first two don't count. Hal, your father gave us this mentality. I say us collectively, not me personally, but us collectively as a fan base. Who gave us this mentality? Hello? The man who used to get pissed when the Yankees would lose exhibition games to the Mets and not win the mayor's trophy. That guy. That guy did this. Like, what are we doing here, people? The Yankees are su- the Yankee fans are suddenly toxic. Yeah, Yankee fans are pissed. They were swept by the Astros. Swept. Swept. They looked horrible. Aaron Boone making dumb bullpen decisions. Guys not hitting. Guys swinging through easy balls. Guys making stupid mistakes in the field. Aaron Boone playing Isaiah Kiner-Falefe after he screwed up against the Guardians. I don't mean to scream. I don't mean to scream. I'm actually okay with the Yankees losing in the ALCS. I don't like the way they lost in the ALCS, and I said it last week. I wasn't expecting them to beat the Astros, but I also wasn't expecting them to be swept out and lose at home in four. Most Yankee fans weren't expecting that. Some people were being a little delusional and thinking the Yankees could win the World Series when there were clearly holes on the team. But you want to be positive. I'm not personally a positive person, but, you know, I understand the need to be positive and thinking that your team is going to go far. Sure. But my goodness, I don't know. I just... <laughs> I, ooh, this is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous to me. Okay, so... <laughs> ooh. Like, the whole thing about this is that the Yankees brand is crushing the Yankees players. That it is too hard for them to be a part of this now because it's clear that the team isn't operating under that championship or bust philosophy with their moves. They claim they are, but they're not, clearly. And it seems that this philosophy that was started by George Steinbrenner, as I said, and carried on by guys like Derek Jeter, who said, you know, season isn't a good one if you don't win at the end, which means Derek Jeter had a lot of seasons that weren't good because the Yankees didn't win every time he was playing. Out of 20 years, he only won five world... Only, excuse me. He won five World Series. (laughs) I cannot believe I said only, but you know what I mean. 
So Martino's article ends with, now the clubhouse itself feels crushed under the weight of that brand. More than I've ever seen, players don't want to be Yankees. The team needs to find a way to change the message and the tone, though after all these years, doing so might be near impossible. Okay. What did I say last week? Oh, yes. Let's just do a full rebuild. Not a fake rebuild. Like 2013 and 14, when the Yankees were still above 500 and still kind of were in the playoffs until the very end. Maybe with like a month left, there was still like, ooh, they can make the wild card. No, I'm talking full rebuild. 95 losses rebuild. It won't ever happen, but this is the only way to reset things and restart things. It's the only way. It won't happen, but it's the only way. And it might be the only way to reset the culture. Just saying. So in a moment, we'll talk about the World Series. We'll talk about Rob Manfred's comments about certain things in a moment. But first. So the World Series knotted up at one. Phillies with an incredible comeback on Friday night. Incredible. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe I witnessed it. Especially in Houston. You know, down 5 nothing. You're thinking, oh, great. Here we go. But the way Houston was rolling through the playoffs, sweeping through everyone, <laughs> you just figured, okay, it's going to be another sweep. They're just going to go wire to wire. Thankfully, that did not happen. We also kind of should have known because I don't understand the Justin Verlander not being able to pitch in the World Series thing, but it's a thing. And it happened again on Friday. It's so odd because with the year that he's had, and with the way the Yankees couldn't get to him. So annoying. They had him on the ropes three or four times in that game and they still couldn't do anything. The Phillies were able to get things going. And I have to say, I'm impressed by the Phillies going into Houston and winning that first game the way they did. Unbelievable. Just wow. You know, and coming out of Houston and going home with a split, everything you could have asked for. Of course, it would have been better going back to Philly with a 2-0 lead, but it's the Astros. And you can't expect them to roll over too much. So the series goes to Philadelphia tonight. And... I don't know. I'm kind of, uh, I'm thinking the Phillies could win two out of three in Philly. I really, I really do. Um, I think they can. I mean, anyone can win two out of three against any team once you're in the playoffs. We've seen it happen so many times. Also, I think back to 2019 with the Nationals. Winning the first two in Houston, losing three in Washington, and then winning two more in Houston. Like, no one expected that. And I think it would be funny if the Phillies did pull this off because it would just prove that 
the Astros can't beat the NL East because between the Nationals in 2019, the Braves last year, and the Phillies this year, if they pull it off, that would be one hell of a run by the NL East. The Mets and the Marlins need to get in on that, huh? <laughs> I won't make any final predictions here because who knows? Anything can happen. But there were some weird things that happened on Saturday. Like the fact that Jose Altuve, who could not hit water out of a boat the entire postseason, suddenly was hitting against Zach Wheeler at home when Zach Wheeler had no issues against anyone in the playoffs so far. <sighs> That's not fishy at all. Um, and then Dusty Baker doing that nonsense challenge that caused a delay of the game and then Zach Wheeler gives up a home run to Alex Bregman to blow the game open. It's like, oh, yeah, no, that had nothing to do with anything. It didn't throw Wheeler off at all. <sighs> this brings me to John Heyman. He wrote an article saying that the Astros don't deserve the ire of Phillies fans. Yes, they do. They deserve the ire of every fan. They were not punished properly enough for anything that they did in 2017. They just were not. So if these guys, even if they had nothing to do with 2017, have to deal with fans of other teams booing them, oh well, suck it up and deal with it. It's baseball. You're the opposing team. People are going to boo you. And, you know, if you don't perform, your home, t your home fans are going to boo you, Yankees. So, you know, just deal with it. I don't agree, always. I do agree with the Phillies fans, though. Boo them. Boo them. Don't throw things, though. I know sometimes that happens there. Don't throw things at them. But feel free to boo them all you want. It's a sporting event. You cheer and you boo. You cheer for the home team, usually unless you're the Yankees, and you boo for the opposing team. That's just how the playoffs work. I just thought it was funny that Heyman wrote that article in the post. They don't deserve that ire. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> I said it when everything came out. The worst that's going to happen to the Astros is that the opposing fans are going to boo them no matter where they go. That's it. Nothing else happened. AJ Hinch suspended. Sure, he came back. He's fine. Alex Cora suspended. He came back. He's fine. The Astros needed to get new people. They're fine. The Astros are in the World Series. That's the point. Nothing happened. They didn't fall off. Nothing happened. So they're going to get booed. Boo-hoo. Deal with it. And speaking of MLB, not doing anything. And Rob Manfred. He was on Mad Dog Unleashed. And the big takeaway from Mad, Lo Mad, Log? Mad Dog Unleashed was... That he thinks the A's are going to Las Vegas. That's all I saw on Friday. No mention of anything else. And then today, a friend in my Slack group pulled out another paragraph about Manfred from the Mad Dog appearance in which he said, the runner on second rule isn't going anywhere now. I thought we were rid of this thing. Then they brought it back for this season. 
And people were saying, oh, no, it's going to be gone in 2023. Well, now it looks like it's not going to be gone. We're going to be stuck with this. Oh, I don't like that rule. I don't not in the 10th inning. It seems too soon in the 10th inning. Do it in the 12th. Give the teams two innings to go extra. And then after that, put the runner on second. And I say it all the time. I don't care if that rule helps the Yankees. It drives me crazy and I don't like it. It's not real baseball. Stop. And he said something about the fans and players liking it. What fans? I know some fans. I'm trying to think of my fellow Locked On hosts who like the Ghost Runner, the Manfred Man. I don't like it. The Yankees could play in 20 extra inning games and win all 20 extra inning games in 2023, and I will still dislike that rule. I will not like it. But it looks like it might be coming back. Oh. As for the A's moving to Las Vegas, I don't know. I get it because, you know, if you look at the attendance for the A's, not that the team gave their fans reason to watch them, but you were seeing sub 10,000, sub 5,000 attendance nights. That's not good. And I don't know if it'll improve in Vegas, but that's the shiny new place. The Raiders moved there. So now everyone's thinking, oh, all right, well, we have to put a baseball team there too. Looks like Tampa is staying in Tampa. They'll get a new stadium at some point, hopefully within the next decade, because I really, I, I've said it many times on the show, I don't like Tropicana Field. I call it the slop. It's the worst. The Yankees usually have nightmare games there. Don't like it. So let's recap. Yankee fans boo their players and people don't like it. Hal Steinbrenner is not getting rid of Aaron Boone. Brian Cashman probably isn't going anywhere. So things aren't going to change. Yankee fans, they're not going to change. The Phillies and the Astros are knotted up at one. We'll see tomorrow what happens and we'll talk about what happens because baseball is still happening even if the Yankees aren't playing. We'll, we'll talk because there are things going on. There is a former Yankee who is now a Philly who was talking about how he can't get 2017 back and he wants revenge. David Robertson, that's right. So we do have things to talk about when it comes to the World Series. So we have more Yankee stuff to talk about. We'll have World Series things to talk about. And, you know, it's officially the off season, and we're going to look back at 2022 and shine the spotlight on some people. A good spotlight and a bad spotlight. So that's what you have to look forward to for the next few weeks. It's going to be interesting and fun. And one last thing before I go. 21 years ago tonight, I was at Game 4 of the 2001 World Series, and I permanently damaged my voice thanks to Tino Martinez tying the game in the bottom of the ninth with two outs and Derek Jeter walking off in the tenth. And thanks to that game, if I go out and talk too much at a high volume... I will wake up the next day raspy. Never went to a doctor after that game because I was heading on vacation and didn't have a voice. Like, did not, nothing was coming out of me 
for nearly five days. And I never saw anyone about it. And I caused permanent damage. No, Tina Martinez and Derek Jeter. And if I ever meet those two men, I will tell them that. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember, you can listen to this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, hit the thumbs up button, comment on YouTube, click the bell so you know when our videos go up. And thanks for making Locked On Yankees your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So... Enjoy your Monday, enjoy Halloween, and be safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow. 